Hey, girlfriends, welcome to the Girl Talk podcast. I am so excited to introduce to you a new guest that we have today. Uh, this is my wonderful friend, Chandra, and her favorite color is purple. Yes. It looks beautiful on you. Thank you. So welcome to the Girl Talk community. Thank you. Could you introduce yourself? Who are sure. you? I am Chandra. <laughs> I am the mother of a wonderful nine-year-old. Yes. And the wife to... Um, Dave, who I've been married to for 17 years, but together for 21. Went to high school together, but didn't date in high school. Really? No, I dated all my friends. Of course. But I got the prize at the end. Um, Who was interested first? You know, we were, that's a good question. (laughs) We were set up on a blind date. Okay. By a friend of mine, an ex-girlfriend of his. Really? Mm -hmm. And then she finally was like the night of. She was like, okay, fine, it's Dave. And then he told her, oh, by the way, it's Chandra. And we were both like, okay. Might be okay. So, yeah. And so it was. Where'd you go? What was the first date? We, well, this back in the day, which actually I don't even know if it's still down there. We went to Applebee's. Is it still here on Broadway? Yes, it is. Yeah. We went there. And then we went to a little dive bar in Crown Point called Fricky's. Okay. And we had a cocktail and met some friends. And I didn't go home with him. Like, I don't mean, I mean, he did not drive me home. I went home with my girlfriends because I was like, I don't know about that guy. Right. Mm -hmm. And then who made the next step? He did. And he made a, you know, he kept calling a couple times and I was like, I didn't really, I mean, you know. And then there was like a, I don't know, maybe a three week, four week where we didn't speak. And then I was like, oh no, wait, I kind of like I kind of missed that. So I called him and then it went from there. And how long were you like engaged dating? We were, we dated, hold on, let me think. He proposed on New Year's Eve after we were together, yeah, for a year. Okay. And then we were engaged for a year and nine months. Well, that's a it, long engagement. It is. It is. Was there a reason for that? I Well, honestly, we were, we just wanted to save money. Okay. So we paid for our wedding ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, then we got married and, yeah, went from there. And you've been married, what did you say, how many years? 17. 17 years. Mm-hmm. And then we'll get back into having a child in yeah. just a minute. But um, what do you do currently now? What's your job? Well, that's funny. I feel like I have a couple. Um, jack of all trades. Yes. Wear many hats. Um, and you're good at all of them. Oh, well, I, you know, thank you. There's always improvement. Um, I've been in real estate for about, well, 20, we're in 2022, so 21 years. Wow. Mm-hmm. I started when I was like five. Yes, yes, that's for sure. So, but no, honestly, I mean, I did start when I was 20. Wow. So, yeah. Which this is not our topic today, but I'm curious, what had you interested in real estate? Well, that's a great question. Um, It's kind of, it's it's a fun story. It's part of who I am. I (laughs) was working at an insurance company in Gary Mm. and not in a good area. Gary. And I got held up at gunpoint. Oh, my. And so I left. I was decided that wasn't going to work for me anymore. Can you please tell us how you got out of this situation? You can't just, like, leave us hanging here. Well. I mean, you um, can, but please don't. It's, so it was, a, it was a little place. It was called Classic Insurance. I don't even think it's still around anymore. Okay. And honestly, what's funny is at one point they had an office in this building years ago. Really? Um, yes. Sorry. I think You're it was good. called Rogie Insurance at that point in time. But anyway. Um, in this little office and yeah, a guy came in and he demanded we open the safe, which it's an insurance company. We don't have that much cash. I mean, people did come and pay some of their, you know, bills in cash, but um, this had to be during the day. Yeah. With a gun. With a gun. Okay. Walked all me and my girlfriend all the way to the back. 
Oh my goodness. Um, and said some ugly things and whatnot. And um, it was, yeah, it was interesting. Did you have training on if this happens no. or because it just didn't happen? I was, a, I mean, honestly, I was a kid. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I think I was, I was probably, I was, well, I was probably, it was, not, I was 19. Wow. Yeah. And so he ended up running off because I think the phone rang like in the oh, office. Okay. And, um, and he, you know, and he left. Because I know like banks have that thing under there, but you didn't no, probably, did right? Not. To this call 911? Like no, we did not. And you have cell phones in your pockets? Like, honestly, I don't even think I had a cell phone. Right. So, yeah. It wasn't common was, at that I time. I think I was wearing a pager probably at that time. <laughs> <laughs> and that wasn't going to do me any good. No. Um, oh, wow. But what, what was interesting though, so that happened and it ended. And then my parents, because I was living at home at that point in time, they had, um, their like insurance person who had came over was coming over to the house one night to do something with their life insurance. Mm -hmm. And I was just there. So I was listening in and she was like, I need an administrative assistant. Are you? And I was like, yes. Like, so I started working with her and I went with her to some of her clients. Well, okay. one of her clients was a Remax agent. Interesting. On Broadway here as okay. well. And it was, um, really interesting because I went in and I met them and they were like, Oh, well, we're hiring for a secretary. And Mary's like, well, Hey, like you're temporary here. And I'm like, okay, sure. So, um, I started working as a secretary and this, what's cool. And you'll appreciate this being in real estate. This is when you did enter in the MLS, like in a, on that, I don't, on that machine where like you wow. literally, it was old. It was bad. Mm. It was and like they had to come get keys from your office when yes. they wanted to show something. They had to call and then somebody would have, they'd have to be here between like da 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 and we'd check out the keys. So yeah. Um and then submitting an offer was not just sending oh, an no, email. Oh no, it was like it carbon was copies. Like, there was oh, like wow. there was a, a pink and a yellow and a golden rod and a white copy, and you had to write hard enough to press down. And, well, one of, and I remember stories where realtors would say you would go present your offer oh, in person. Yeah. Like you'd go sit in that realtor's office and like, this is why my buyer should buy this house. <laughs> yes. And now we're like, there's 20 and it's all in uh -huh. emails and wow. Anyways, so, back to. So no, I, um, I had the pleasure of meeting Roseanne Quilling. Oh, wow. And so she was breaking, she was breaking from that Remax office to open up her own Remax, Remax All-Stars in St. John. And I was like, I want to go with you. And I said, I want to be an agent. Because at the time, she I processed the checks when they came in from the closings. Okay. And she came in one day, it was a Friday, and she dropped off these checks on my desk. And I processed them and turned them into the accountant. And I was like, she made $15,000 in one day. And I was like, wow. That's a lot of money. <laughs> yes. And um, so I was like, I want to learn from her. Mm -hmm. And so she took me on. Wow. And so she was my first like a big dose in real estate. Like I said, I started the secretary and then went to onto her team as a buyer agent. Yeah. And um, I learned so much, so, so very much. And you probably learned $15,000 wasn't just made in that one day. No. <laughs> right. There's a lot that went right. into leading up to that day. That it's always like super easy and no, it's, it's not. Yes, no. So, it's yeah, not. and then it kind of, then it. But we love it. We still do it. We oh, love it. Absolutely. Wouldn't change it. Absolutely. Um, it went from there. So. Yes. So today we really wanted to focus on um, how do we balance work and home life? And especially, I really wanted you to share too um, about you got married and you didn't have a child right away. Correct. And then when you do have a child, how precious that is, mm -hmm. right? Like that's yeah. the miracle you've been waiting for. So then how do you go back and balance work with that? So walk us through your story oh, here. Oh, goodness. <laughs> well, yes, it took um, Dave and I eight years to get pregnant. Wow. Um, through that, 
I was, I mean, I was still in real estate, of course. Mm -hmm. I left, ended up leaving Roseanne's office. Um, I had a closing with Jana Cadell. Okay. At the time she was with Keller Williams. Mm -hmm. And um, I was, I brought the buyer, she had the seller and um, I liked her. Yeah. And, and you know what, honestly, what, I mean, I liked the transaction, I liked the closing, but after the closing is what kind of caught my attention because she wrote me a handwritten note. That makes a big difference. And I've had she, one realtor do that. And she sent me movie tickets. And what's funny is I still have the note. I'm kind of a nerd like that. But um, I was like, that is so cool that she took the time out of her busy day to say thank you for bringing, you know what I mean? So I called her on a dare from my husband. And he's like, oh, just call her. Just call her. See if she's hiring. See if she's taking on any more agents. And I was like, boyfriend at the time. Yeah. Back up. And so I was like, oh, no, you're not going to dare me. And I'm, I'm not going to do it. So. I did it, and she called me back in like five minutes. It was like wow. seven o'clock at night, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I'm open to meeting with you. I'm at the office now. Do you want to come?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm like sure." Wow. And so, met up with her, kind of went from there. So I transitioned over there, got married while I was on her team, and um, honestly, I love working so much that I didn't, and so thankfully, so did my husband. Yeah. Um, so we just were, we just lived very crazy, busy lives. And, yes. Um, we started to, you know, we wanted to have a family and we started. And as I am, I'm diagnosed with endometriosis and polycystic ovarian syndrome, okay. which is not fun. No. Um, so I did have a little bit of, against me, but. Um, it's painful. It's, it's horrible. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, like, I have good support on that. So Dave was always real supportive. Jana has been amazing because, like, she would know that, like, once a month, I probably didn't come in mm. um, to the office because I just needed to take care of yourself. Yep. Yeah. And so we did in vitro. We did our two inseminations. We did drugs, you know, shots. And um, my we switched a couple doctors throughout the process. And my last doctor was like, OK, like I it's you're just kind of a hopeless cause. <laughs> and so we found a new doctor because I didn't really like that. I was going to say, how were you feeling in the midst of all that? Um, good yeah it's hard too because like at that age all of our friends were having kids so mm. it was very um it was tough isolating alone mm -hmm. give me some feelings there yeah it was just like you wanted to be happy for your friends mm -hmm. but then in the same time extremely sad and our we, good we have such a we do have a good friend circle though so like they were never they, they were always right and so but it was tough mm -hmm. but you know what i have to say is that it allowed Dave and I to our relationship to be even better. Like he is truly honest to goodness, my bestest friend. The support and that you had with each other, the mm -hmm. understanding. Yep. Mm. And then we we ended up um, meeting a new doctor in Lafayette. Okay. And and see, insurance doesn't cover this stuff, mm. so um, it was kind of costly. Yeah. But when we met with this guy, he gave us his his basically what he can do, his treatment plan. And he was successful. We went to him because he was successful with a cousin of mine who okay. was going through the same thing and it worked. Mm. So um Is he, he around today? He is. Okay. Yeah, he does he toggles offices between Indy and Lafayette. And um Would you be willing to share that if somebody reached out to yeah, absolutely. you? Absolutely. If you're absolutely. in a situation where you're interested for more information, we're gonna sh tag Chandra. Sorry, Chandra tongue-tied on this um in the show notes but um definitely we'll link so that you could connect with her and send her a message yeah but, so, oh, absolutely i would definitely um but and that was 2011 it was january of 2011 and dave and i drove home and we were kind of just we were defeated yeah because we just honestly we didn't have any more money to spend on it to be honest so we, we and i hate saying this because to, to people that can't have children 
this hurts what, I, what I'm going to say, and I know it because I was on that end, but it is part of the story. So I have to say it is we literally, we came home and we're like, we're not going to do anything for 2011. Like, let's revisit this in, you know, later on mm -hmm. next year. And then it kind of happened on its own. <sighs> Eight months later, then I got pregnant. And um, yeah, it was, it, it was, it was a little scary. I was high risk to begin with because of the scenarios that I had. Right. And um, I was also high stress in this industry. Yes. So, and like I had said earlier, like we love working. Mm -hmm. So to slow down was foreign to me. Mm -hmm. um, and my doctor basically said, listen, you or your child is not going to, like one of you is not going to make it through. Oh my goodness. You need to basically disconnect. Um, How did your husband feel hearing that? He actually, he, 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 yeah, he freaked out. He was like, you need to leave your job. I don't care if we sell our house and we live in a cardboard box. Mm -hmm. We have waited way too long for this. And, yeah. and I did, I left real estate. And how did you feel leaving? Um, mixed, I had mixed emotions. Mixed, I'm not going to yeah. lie. I was so happy, but that has been such a huge part of my life that I was, it was it's kind of like, that's who you are. Yeah. You know, your and identity is wrapped up in that in a way. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so it was tough. And so yeah. I left. I mean, and I left. I gave I gave Jana my notice. I mean, everybody was like, what is she doing? Yeah. And um, yeah. And that's scary even looking to the future, because when you oh. are in real estate, it's all about your past clients, referral base, getting mm -hmm. your name out there. And then all of a sudden you just shut it down. Mm -hmm. You know, what happens when you do have the baby? Will I ever go back to work? Will yep. people ever come work with me again? And yeah, I can only imagine. Wow. So now, thankfully, because um, I get uh, the timing was odd. I found out I was pregnant on September 11th. OK, interesting. Yeah. Um, I gave Jana my notice at the end of September. I gave her a month. So my last day was Halloween. And then I just, you know, I kind of went home and started to, in, in a sense, like detox. You know what I mean? Because that's a big change. Like you're hustling every day and then you go right. home and you're like, now what? What do we do? Right. Um, thankfully, though, Chicago Title called and, <laughs> and they wanted to hire me. And I was like, you do know I'm pregnant, right? And they're like, yeah, we want you to wow. come over and help um, with the processing system we have. And I was like, well. Okay. As long as you remember that I'm pregnant and I will be leaving, you know, for that. And yeah. They're like, yeah, no problem. So, it, hmm. so I ended up starting in January at Chicago Title, and then I was, you know, my pregnancy was going fine. Is there less stress there? You know what? Different. It's a different stress. Mm. Um, and yeah, we'll. I'll, that's. I mean, we'll, we'll kind of, I guess, get to that. You'll probably get to, get that out of me from the questions you can ask. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was interesting because. It, they were just, it was, it was completely, it was nine to five and like, we're not nine to five. Okay. So like at five, like they're like, okay, you go home now. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, but I'm not done. And like, we have, and they're like, no, no, you go home. And I'm like, I'm not used to this going home thing. So it could be stressful, but it would only be nine to five. Yeah. That's nice. It, it was for a minute <laughs> or two. Um, and then actually then Kristen ended up being two months early. So then it kind of got a little... So and she was in a an emergency C-section because they had found that she had stopped growing. Wow. Um, and I was going twice a week for appointments and ultrasounds and checkups sure. check and everything. And um, so and then, yeah, they were like, OK. And like Chicago Title was so good with it because I'd be like every time I'd go to an appointment, I never knew if they'd let me go home. 
because of what they may find. So sure, you could be on bed rest would, immediately. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, but they were so, so good. And um, then the one day, yeah, they're like, okay, nope, you, you don't get to go home. Like, this is it. Mm. And so, um, yeah, went into surgery and out came this little 4.1 pounder who oh. was our gift. And honest to goodness is a gift. Like when somebody says you don't get to have a baby, you then your, your whole mind, you know, you just, and then so, and you'd have to, know her to appreciate that like she truly is a gift she's an old old soul oh, locked up in a little body and she is that's just beautiful she had a just a fleet of people praying for her sure and she had my aunt is a nun okay and <laughs> she's like the matriarch of her family i love her to pieces and she had a friend's nun that was just praying and praying for Kristen the whole time I was pregnant and even after I was born or after she was born and she would ask my aunt she'd be like can you give me pictures of the baby and stuff and so my aunt's showing her pictures and she had like this my aunt didn't live in the convent anymore but this nun was elderly and she lived in the convent that's like having a dorm room yes yes she decorated it with like all Kristen's pictures and she has prayed for her to the point where like when she did pass like and my aunt had to do her eulogy like Kristen was referenced. Like she had a wow. following of people. Like that's how much of a gift she was. And I don't mean to be wow. like braggadocious about it, but no, it's, it's just, just the truth. Yeah. Like that's it's just beautiful. self. Anyway, she's a gift. How long was she in the hospital? Did you have to leave her and you went yep. home? Yeah. That oh, was that's... not good. Okay. That yeah, was, I know. And that's the thing, you know, like all my, my girlfriends had had babies and nobody ever talks about this thing called postpartum. They uh. don't think it's like, and I just had no idea because nobody would ever like really talked about it. And when you go home from the hospital without a baby, that messes with you. Yeah. Like I was like, what? 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 Mm. <laughs> and I couldn't drive. So I had to, Dave went back to work. So I'd have to wait till he got home from work and then he, we would drive up and see her. She, but she was there for, honestly, we were lucky. She was there only three weeks. That's a long time though. It is. But there, you know what though? But her little NICU neighbor in there was in there for like months, like six months. And when wow. we left, she was still there. And so I was like, oh, I'll take my three weeks mm, because wow. that's tough. And that you referenced um, postpartum. We have had, like my best friend's been on the show before to talk about um, postpartum. And she did take her babies home, but even the, you know, am I going to get in a car accident? And just very fearful for their life. Mm-hmm. So it is a very real, oh yeah, real thing. Well, and like to be completely honest too, like Dave and I had all those years together mm-hmm. and alone. She, when we did bring her home, I was kind of like, this little girl's cramping my style. <laughs> sure. And I don't mean, like, I mean that with the utmost love, but it was a life. It, she just, like, there's no more, like, spontaneous just going out. Nope, yes. We're bundling up this little four-pounder that me. <laughs> so, I mean, like, it took a minute in a lot of ways. Yes. But... I just went out with another friend, and I asked her the same thing. She um, was not able to have a baby for a while, several years. So, she finally had her miracle baby, and and I asked her the same thing, you know, how did, how's it going? And she said... It's an adjustment. She yeah. said, there's no more just like, hey, let's go to the movies. It's 8 o'clock at night. It's like, oh, wait, they need to go to bed or we have to take them or we have to find a sitter. Or there's no mm-hmm. just like, let's go grab dinner. You know, it does yeah. change in a beautiful way, though. Absolutely. It's something that you really desired. So, yes. wow. And how old is your daughter now? She's nine. She'll be 10 in April. Wow. So, yeah. And from what I've heard, she makes quite the impact. She She's does. like a leader. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love she it. She just got her student of the month for responsibility and I'll tell you like it's yeah she is she's a she's an interesting person very <laughs> empathetic um picks up on things sometimes before I do what do you what do you love most about her like what's oh, one thing that sticks out that well, just 
I mean, her heart is huge. Mm. She, like I said, she's just, she's compassionate. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's interesting because my mom, my mom is a hospice nurse who also has just been recently diagnosed with cancer. Okay. And Kristen, Sorry. thank you, is very like, it, where like when my mom will get her off the bus and she's going through chemo and mm. she'll just like, she'll get her off the bus and she'll make it to our couch and then she kind of has to take a nap. Sure. Where Kristen, and she's been like this for the, I mean, all her life, but she's very, she notices that. So like, instead of bugging her, hey, can I have a snack? Hey, I want to do this. She just like, let's grab me nap mm. and goes and does her thing. Kids are because amazing. Because she just senses like whatever. Yeah. So, but yeah, and she's, you know, she's got a big heart. I think like she's, yeah, she's smart. Like, she knows a whole lot more than me, if that makes sense. You know what I yes. mean? Yes. And then it's that. So, I can't wait to see what happens when you become an adult. I know. Like, what are you going to do in the world? She's going to change it. Well, somebody once told me that. It's going to be a world changer. I love mm -hmm. it. Okay. Now, I want to get into yes. balancing that work life and home. Because you did have a chance, not a chance, you were for a while without any children. So right. how did you balance work and home then? And then even when you did and now presently have a family, mm -hmm. how do you do this? Well, I think first off, what's the most important in my opinion is that um, Dave, you know, Dave and I have to be super strong. It's Dave and I first. I love that little kid, but Dave and I are first and she's mm, second. And um, I think that's important Yeah. because without being a strong unit, we can't parent the way that we want to parent. Yes. Um, so good. even while before she was born, him and I always had a date night. It was a different type of date night because we had date night every night, if you think about yes, it. Yes, yes. Um, and then when she was born, the date nights were definitely more, you know, they were limited, but we always, we just built each other in first. So that definitely helps with the balance side mm -hmm. of it. Um, and in regards to like work, because this doesn't, this business doesn't shut down. No, it doesn't. Um, part of it, I'm blessed in the sense of who I'm surrounded with um, mm. on our team because they know that, you know, it's family first. And yes. so, like, if they're texting or calling or need something and, like, if it's between, like, five and seven, they kind of go off the grid. And they know it. And they're okay. Everybody's okay with it. They figure it out or they wait patiently till Kristen's in bed and I can call. Yeah. So, I think, though, that I'm, like I said, I'm lucky because it's it's being surrounded by people that support you in that. So, it's a it's a village. Finding a team. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Finding the team. a village. Um, but in the same breath, it, it's hard, it's, it's hard to, yes, weigh it all out in your brain. Like, okay. And I have to time block. This is where it's so funny. We were just talking a little earlier about yes. personalities. <laughs> yes. And, um, so, and that's a whole nother probably show in itself. Yeah. But what I am somewhat decent at, at, probably not as good as some, but I do time block. <laughs> okay. And so from these, you know, I have a morning routine and I need that in order to get my mind right, in order to achieve the balance yes. that I need, yes. if that makes sense. And I do it, you know, all throughout the day. So I have a morning routine, an afternoon routine, an evening routine, and, you know, and then it starts again. And same thing on the weekends. But that, I for me, works to yes. help give me that I'm just going to say like amen to that because even, um, you know, with my real estate business, I learned real quick that it's a it's easy to jump into checking those emails and calling those clients back from the moment you get out of bed in the morning. Mm -hmm. But it's a vicious circle. But don't do it. Right. Because when you're in your re routine and you take your time to get yourself mentally where you should be for the day, mm -hmm. everything else is going to go a lot yeah. smoother. But when you try to just do it all on your own and in your own strength, might I add, you know, it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, so wait and get your routine down. Talk to your heavenly father. What is the vision for today? Mm -hmm. And then go at it. And yeah. 
and don't do it in your strength. And do you find, or have you found that like, it took me a long time to realize that. Oh yes. And there's like still a reminding years, myself because yes. there's still days where it's, I need to answer this call right now. Mm -hmm. No, I don't because it's not nine o'clock and I right. didn't do what I'm supposed to do yet in the morning to prepare myself. So no, to make that call right now would not be the wisest decision. Yeah. But it is because like the real, I, and I always say like when I talk to the team at work, I'm always like, oh, that was my first tour. When I talk about real estate, as far as the first time I was in it. Sure. And then the Chicago title. And now that I'm back. But what I learned from the first tour and from even Chicago title is that I created all my, all my own monsters. Yes. The I love my clients at CT. Yep. Don't get me wrong. I'll say but that they too. were like, they expected because I gave it to them. And I was like, absolutely. What do you need? What do you need? What do you need? What yes. Do you need? And I was like, oh, I should have made some time for myself. And then maybe I wouldn't be so stressed out. That's <laughs> that's so huge. And especially with cell phones, because your cell phone is right here all the time, right here in your mm -hmm. hand. And I know like I could be in a conversation with someone face to face. But if a client starts calling, uh, oh, excuse me, I need to take this. Yep. But do I? Nope. Can I return that phone call? Yep. And is the conversation that I'm in in person just as important as the need that this client has? Yes. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's where it's a lot of learning to set the boundaries, yeah. you know, and to call a client back an hour or two is not horrible. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're waiting two days, yes, I, I do think right. that might be a problem. You might need some help to return your calls then. Um, but no, it's not. It's just, you're not there all the time for them. No. And, and, it's, and it's about being, this is what I tell Kristen, it's about being present in the moment yes that's all like just be, be present with where you're at don't let your mind wander and if you find your mind wandering bring it back you know yes like just be present with who you're at because especially in this current world that we're in yeah and even covid and health issues you just don't know how long you have with people yeah i talked a lot about that um over the christmas break actually with my family we had um i don't know if you've ever seen those tabletop conversations no. it's like a you can order them on Amazon. And it's like these little cards that come there like a square and you can take one out. And it's like thought provoking questions. Oh, some yes. of them are funny. Some of them are really good. But one of them was like, um, where do you spend the most time in the past, present or future? And as soon as I read it, I thought, oh, my goodness. Oh, what a convicting thought. Right. Yes. Like how much time am I? Oh, my past. Or I wish I would have done that different. Or even when we leave a conversation, oh, what does that person think of me? I said this and I shouldn't have. Well, then I'm not living in the present. And then if right. I'm so worried about what's going to happen tomorrow and my schedule for tomorrow that I still missed all of today. So it's so, wow. right? It was a powerful thought that I'm still convicted by of, am I right here in this moment? Mm -hmm. Or am I worried about, oh, I need to do this and this and this and this. So it's, I love that. it's, yeah, it was a good thought just from a little tabletop conversation. Yeah. But I agree living in the moment and um, setting those boundaries, setting those mm -hmm. boundaries. Um, and I like what you said, you created your own monsters. Mm -hmm. um, I learned like one little trick that I learned in real estate was instead of, hey, yeah, you want to see that house? What time works for you on Saturday? Well, then I would be upset if they suggested five o'clock in the evening. <laughs> so it's yep. no, you set the boundaries like, hey, I've mm -hmm. got time between one and three on Saturday. Which hour works best for yep, you? Exactly. And then it's you're staying in control of that. Mm -hmm. So, wow. And I'm sure that's the same for family. Like, no, I oh, blocked yeah. this time out right now for my family, that five to seven. And that's like I do like a what I call a brain dump mm -hmm. for the month. Like I just did it for March. Okay. And I put in all the family stuff first mm. and then I build the other around. I love that because family is first. And I love that you're keeping Dave up there first, actually. Oh, because yeah. if we're not doing okay, yep. then nobody's doing well, okay. Think, yeah, that's, yeah. We've seen our fair share of like divorce and friends and you know what I mean? And it's just like, I don't, you know. And it's in any industry, but I do feel like it's very oh. prevalent in real estate. Um, yeah. Real estate, loan, like lending and title. Yes. We just, every one of, every 
part of our industry runs crazy. Yeah. Like we do sometimes. That's sad. That's hard. Um, I was going to say, how do you make time for yourself and your loved ones? But I think you kind of just answered it. You just brain dump first. Mm -hmm. I put that in there. I like that. Yeah. And I, it, it, it took me a long time when I left real estate the first time and went to Chicago title. I felt like it took me years in a sense to come off of that, like <gasps> high, yes. you know, of, of real estate and the all constant, constant, constant. And by the time, cause I was at Chicago title for seven years, by the time I kind of came out of that and was like, okay, like I'm kind of, you know, adjusting to the nine to five per se. Mm-hmm. And then I, <laughs> then I left it Yes, <laughs> to go back in. Why? It's like totally like every time I have to like, ooh, like just almost like detox and then like, you know, set my, set my expectations and my boundaries again. How do you, and I think this would apply for anyone in a job, especially a mom. How do you um, keep yourself from feeling guilty if you have to say no to work because maybe you planned a family vacation that weekend or a day at the movies? How do you stay away from that guilt? (laughs) Well, in all honesty, (laughs) it's there. It is. I will tell you it's gotten better though. Um, and I mean, just to be completely like open and vulnerable, I hired a therapist Yeah. and I, I've only, and I don't talk to him much. Um, it's not like a scheduled event. It's like when I'm feeling like I may need a little bit of help navigating something I call Mm -hmm. and, um, he said some things to me just, and, and I'm just like, okay, like this again, life is short. I think that's kind of what it all comes down to is life is short. And if it, like you said, if a customer can't understand or a team member can't understand that I need to do this for my family, then I. We have to understand that is God is bigger is. than that and life is yes. bigger than that. But I noticed real quick in real estate, I noticed the guilt was there on either side. So whether I went and did the work obligation, man, was there a lot of guilt that I was missing out on my family or I canceled these family plans and I wasn't there because they're so important to me. And you'll never get them back. Right. And then, but there's the guilt on the other side when you tell the family, look, I'm really sorry. You know, especially with this fast as houses sell, mm-hmm. um, you know, like it could be your dream house. And, and there's other ways you can facilitate someone else helping show the house. But I was going to say, then you call me. Yes. So you go to your family <laughs> thing and I'll go show the house for you. And I like that. That goes back to what you said is the team around you. Yeah. You know, the team that supports each other does take a lot of people. And that, well, and that's, you know, another probably another conversation. But that's what I love about finding like minded people, because it doesn't matter that we're not on the same real estate team, but I will help you with whatever. You yes. Need, that's just called being a good human. Yeah, which we are talking about that next. Oh, yes. So stay tuned for the next <laughs> know, podcast. Like the next We're talking about community over competition. Yes, so yes, yes, yes. we'll get there. Don't worry. Um, I just wanted to ask, let me see if I had anything else. Um, outsourcing it. You talked about that. But um, I thought it was important to recommend to people like do what you enjoy and what you know you're good at, where you feel fulfilled to do that mm-hmm. and then hire somebody to do the rest. Correct. You know, like yes. cleaning the house. That's not something I enjoy. I can outsource mm-hmm. that. But what I do enjoy is like getting down with people to find that dream house and helping them grow their family into that next stage of life. Um, so I don't know if you had any tips to add there, but the outsourcing I think is important. Yeah, and well, I think you said it perfectly. Mm. If it and especially if you if you don't like it and it's and you're not strong at it, why try to you know continue being strong at it if it's not worth your time? Right, right. And that's like even with hiring administratively on our team, like. I'm not going to put somebody that's going to stress them out to do that job in that job just because I like them. Yes. And that's a big mm. thing, too, is that you don't want to always hire like on the hiring side. I don't want to hire people that are like me. Right. Just because I like them. But like more than likely, they're not going to serve their purpose. their purpose. Right. And there are some people who love cleaning, you know, like that's yeah. that is not, not me. me. But that there it's are me. some people. Yeah. 
Um, and then I would mention one more thing is like sure. accept imperfection. Yes. Because to hold, and I learned that myself, but to hold yourself to this standard up here, to be the best at everything, it's not possible. You know what though, don't you, it's funny too, because like, I feel like as we age, that it just becomes easier. I don't know if yeah. it's like, I just feel like when, you know, and I think that's part of it is because I've been in the real estate for 22 or 21 years. Yeah. You think about it. I mean, I'll t I'm 43, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, like it's, it's just different, I think, as you learn to let those things go. But I think some of it happens when you get older. Yeah, and you go from experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's hard. That. It's still hard every day. If you could leave us with one tip about this home and work balance, what is one or one statement that you would like to mm -hmm. remind us of? I'll give you a minute to think about it. Um, but this has been good chatting with you about this. So thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. I'm so honored. I mean, you're, yes, no, I appreciate it's it. It's powerful. Your testimony is. Well, well I, thank you for inviting me. And I guess I would say like, you gotta, it, it sounds, I guess, kind of silly, but you gotta do you first. You know, you've gotta be, you've gotta be No, that does not here. sound silly. That's And powerful. you have to have this in check before you can expect to have everything else in check. And that it, in my life has been, and it still is very much a work in progress. Yeah. So. Ooh, that's good. All right. Yeah. So, girlfriends, we're going to leave you with that. Get yourself in check. Yeah. <laughs> yes. In a nice way. It is important. Take the time for yourself um, and set those boundaries, and that'll help you be successful. So, we will catch you guys on the next Girl Talk with Chandra on Community versus Competition. Uh, but again, we're going to tag her in the show notes. So, if you guys um, have any questions at all, real estate wise, yeah. personal life wise, yeah. she's a wonderful friend if you need a friend. Oh, thank so, you, reach out, and we'll catch you guys next time. Thank you.